Welcome back to the Mental Health Engineer podcast with your host Ash. The topic this week I'm going to discuss is something that me and my coach Michael have been discussing recently and in him listening to all of the other episodes I've got on my podcast he's asked me a question of you know what is the why? So why am I actually doing this? Because there's no real reason why I should do it but obviously it's come from a need, it's come from I guess a different awareness that I have now that I didn't have before. So from the last time we spoke, last week, up until now, I've just been gathering my thoughts around the whys, you know, why am I doing this? And this week, it's been a long week, as always, (laughs) in the work that I'm doing, but it's also been a sad week because it's been the week that my father would have turned 74 years old and my father is no longer around. But one thing out of a lot of things I did realise is um, that he was a very angry person, very frustrated person and I witnessed a lot of terrible things growing up. In fact, I never saw him when I was growing up. That's also quite um, a profound thing to realise because he just spent his whole life working. But I guess through all of that, I discovered that life isn't work. Life definitely is not work. And through realising that, I've understood that work isn't actually my identity. I kind of did make it my identity when I actually look back on my life, but it's not my identity anymore. But the funniest thing is, it's actually given me my identity now. It's given me, you know, this different side to me that I've realised I have, which is, you know, being able to process and understand things like, you know, generational trauma. (laughs) It's the things that people don't really think about. But if you look at what's happening in the world today, we are all struggling with trauma from the past. And there's a lot of things that we are carrying through our lives that have come through the past. And going back to what I realised about my father was he was a very courageous and resilient person. Although we had our differences for many reasons. One of those reasons being is that he worked in mental health his whole life. He gave his whole life to people in need. And in the end, that is what consumed him. It wasn't, you know, trivial things in the end. It was basically, he wasn't able to have a voice. He wasn't able to speak up. It was, again, the... How can I put this? It's more about that culture, that men can't speak about their emotions. Men just need to put up with life because they've always had expectations to be the breadwinners and they just had to carry on no matter what. And my father did do that. And I really, really think now that his strength definitely lives in me. Like I said, it got to a point in our lives where we didn't see eye to eye. And it wasn't because he was sick, it was 
just because of the kind of person he was, you know, very frustrated and angry. So going back to what is the why, this is the why, because I realised that if I can now use my voice and my understanding to help other people find theirs, then that's a good start, I think. Because in the end, everyone's struggles are different, but they are kind of born from the same place, you know? It's born from that place where we want to have a better life. And wanting to have a better life, you're going to have to put up with a lot of things, like resistance, like opinion, and your own struggles about your own worth and your own your own place in the world. And there is strength in realising other people's struggles as well. It just makes us really grateful for what we have and who we are and what we've become. So in a nutshell, that is why I'm doing what I am doing right now. Most of the time I can't even speak about it. But I find that speaking for me personally has become a really powerful tool for me to be able to really understand, you know, how people really are. Just looking at how they say things, why they say things, and just thinking about people in the past and getting the the right angle on their lives. Because I went through my whole life thinking my father was a terrible person for some reason. And that was the image that was projected onto him. But it's taken me all these years to realise that he wasn't that person. He wasn't really that person. He was very resilient, very courageous in his own way. Although his silence killed him in the end. It was the silence. Again, it was the silent struggle, I'll call it. I've been through this as well, and I'm very sure a lot of people have been through it. It's the silent struggle where you feel you just have to keep on going no matter what, and you're not going to ask any questions, you're not going to ask any advice, you're just going to take the burden of the world on your shoulders, and you're going to carry on. And unfortunately, that's what broke him in the end. You know, trying to be and do so many things. Albeit what families think are simple things, like having children, raising a family, keeping the roof over your head. I mean, those three things for many people are the hardest things to do these days, especially now in the world we're living in. But yes, the silence. I've broken the silence. I've broken the silence and... I've kind of broken the link and the chain from all that trauma that's been gathering over generations. And that's what I think is important. And that's part of the why. Why do we need to talk? Why do we need to surface our feelings? Why do we need to be open and aware and accept and acknowledge and also act on the things that we find out? And if we look at all the news and all the things that are happening in our lives, this is this is what we're living in, and that's the truth. You know, people are questioning everything these days. They're questioning their own lives, they're questioning what they're doing, and that's where this all came from. I started to question everything. You know, am I happy what I'm, you know, am I happy doing what I'm doing? Am I happy 
in the life I have. And just by talking about it, I realise a lot of things. And you know what, for me, talking works. But sometimes you just have to go through your own path and your own destiny to come out the other end and realise, you know, what you can use to help other people. And I genuinely feel that talking about my pain, my suffering, my struggles, and the struggles of the people I know close to me, who are part of me, you know, using that to help other people, again, is part of the why. And why not? (laughs) Why not share your struggles? Why not share your pain? Why not share all the things you think are not useful, but can have an impact on other people's lives? Why not? You know, if we take that kind of thought forward and realise that, you know, the things that we've gone through can actually empower, impact other people's lives and the world in general, then the whys should be why nots. You know, there's so many things we can do to make this world better and talking about them in a constructive way is the way that we should go about it. So the week has been interesting to say the least just sitting here and feeling quite sad about not having a father figure around anymore but realizing that you know what I am here because he's been here you know his struggle and the struggle of everybody else before him is within me it's present in me and it either carries on with me or it stops with me Therefore, I've decided very consciously that these, this trauma and all the feelings that I've gone with it, I'm not pushing them away in order to deal with them and to draw a line underneath them is to realise that they are there. Because I know a lot of people will struggle and do struggle with the truths. My family have always struggled with the truths and... My parents have always just tried to manipulate the truths and not deal with them. And that's hard for someone like me, who is now able to just, you know, break open that Pandora's box and see things how they are. Again, why not? I guess that is the why of what I'm doing. Again, just trying to be open trying to be kind and just trying to be myself and just trying to understand other people's struggles. I've always said that it's not a competition of who struggled the most because you watch things on TV and you realise how grateful you are that we don't live in war zones. We don't live without food or water. Hopefully you don't. And I'm glad that I don't. But then there is strength in realising those people despite their struggles they're still carrying on and they all understand their own whys you know why are they doing what they are doing because whatever they are doing matters to them again what I'm doing my why is because this matters to me if it didn't matter I would have just stopped stopped having coaching I would have just stopped thinking about things I would have just you know curled up and carried on but why should I curl up and carry on when I know that 
having a why and understanding what the why is can lead to, you know, people breaking those chains that they feel that they've always been, you know, they've always been chained up with. So the other reason, the other why, is because as I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to say anything about anything. Everything was so strictly controlled to the point where I couldn't speak at all. I remember not being able to speak for the fear of saying something wrong or speaking the truth when no one wanted to hear the truth. And that literally frightened the hell out of me. When I think about it now, it's incredible because the first job I took was in a call centre, talking to people over the phone. And that was the most unnatural thing for me because I was brought up not to say anything. The only place I could speak was at school. That was the only place where I could actually have a conversation with other people. But when I was at home, it was a case of, you don't need to be seen, you don't need to be heard. And growing up like that, I guess it does damage you quite a lot. Thinking about it now, I have been damaged. Definitely been damaged by being brought up in such a way that we were just closed off from the world. And that is also the reason why I'm doing this, because all of a sudden I have a voice now. I can speak, I can say things. I'm grown up, I have my own life, I make my own decisions, I, I'm, I'm an adult and that for me it's, it's a crazy reality that I don't take for granted right now. So having a voice to me means that I need to be able to use it properly and correctly. <laughs> Hence why social media, yeah it's all good but I like to be more thoughtful about what I do and what I say because I want to make sure that what I do and say has an impact in the right way, you know, to learn new things, to share things with other people, to bring people together. And that is another another part of the why because I think when we see other people overcome their struggles we then realize that it is possible because everyone's situation and circumstance is different but then when all these people around us start waking up and telling us about their struggles and and how they have to deal with other people and their situations and what they're going through we feel grateful for what we have but we also can just look at them in awe because I'm so sure that we don't realise what other people are going through. But when they do tell us, it's like, oh my God, that's amazing. You, you, you're, you know, you're doing great. <laughs> Considering from what you've come from or what you're going through, you're doing great. Whether it be issues emotionally, mentally, physically, people are able to get through so many things and having other people around 
can help us do that in a much better rounded way. So that is another reason why I am doing this. It's important. I feel it is so important. And hopefully others will feel that's important as well to have a why, to have a purpose, to have a meaning and to use that for the greater good. <laughs>